Because you are thinking, like, there is a part of you that's like, oh, like, his stamina isn't that great. Like, hmm. Yeah. I wonder what that's an indication of. <laughs> okay, see, for, my point did not go that way, but you're right. That's probably exactly how people are thinking. That's a line that I really struggle to communicate with people. And not only that, but in a way that's, like, not going to be automatically deemed as offensive. Sometimes yeah. the truth is offensive. I mean, the gospel is offensive. The gospel yeah. in and of itself is offensive. Can't relate to cancel culture, hookup culture, or victim culture? Well, neither could we. We created this platform for those other girls, girls like us, who want to give a different perspective from a Christian and conservative worldview. We talk about life, work, relationships, pop culture, and everything in between. So let's be those other girls that just don't talk about culture, but change culture. Hello, everyone. You are listening to Those Are the Girls with Mallory and Friends. I'm Mallory. And I'm Freeman. And we are changing culture and bringing back traditional values. Oh, my goodness. I literally just, I did not have a stroke. I'm sure that's exactly what it sounds like. Uh, and and um, I did not have a stroke. I do not know what just happened um, with my brain. It's been a crazy day for me. Um, one day I'm going to talk about everything one day i'm gonna do like a long like vlog i'm gonna be sitting in my future apartment with pink everywhere and i'm just gonna sit down and i'm just gonna be like y'all let me just spill some i mean you're going to need a, a teacup this large how much tea i have that i just i can't share i've talked with freeman offline and she knows a thing or two but i, I don't feel like i've even scratched the surface no though. not even not even um to this week's episode is going to be fabulous as always. It's going to be random though. I just want to prepare you. It's a bunch of random stories. There's three things that the world is talking about right now. Um, the Speaker of the House, which we have an update for you guys. Um, Britney Spears, which we covered last week, her memoir, it came out earlier this week. And there's still random stuff coming out that it's like, oh, what? That's crazy. But I just don't feel like their story. Yeah. Works nothing really and i mean if someone reads it let me know because i'm probably not going to read it but i am very interested in like everything but i also kind of feel like we already know what <laughs> is everything in the book because every day it's like something new yeah and then the third thing is israel which this is escapism what we do here so if you just kind of need a break from that we're not really going to talk about that there's people who can share so much more that are so much more knowledgeable than us that know way more about what's going on than we do that we would prefer to refer you to them than for us those are kind of the three stories so the stories that we have today are going to be fun but incredibly random um if this is your first time listening to the podcast you're still going to enjoy it let me tell you so go ahead and give us a five stars and go ahead and leave us a review talking about how amazing you think the podcast is and tell us um what you like about us I don't know. <laughs> leave a review say something nice about it can us. be superficial it can be deep it yeah whatever you think whatever just pops into your brain and you know what i don't mind superficial if you're like dang that girl is really pretty please put that that actually would make me feel good i don't mm-hmm. mind that i know there's some girls out there like tell me more about my brain no if you think i'm attractive please let me know in a polite way. In a polite, in a polite way. Yes. In a derogatory yes. way. Mm-hmm. And the, 
you know, a valid point because on our YouTube, I don't know how or I do know how or why, but we sometimes get up to 80% of men viewership. Now, is that odd? Yes. Um, do I want to turn you away? Absolutely not. I appreciate your views. Please interact with us. Um, but it is something that does happen. So you're right. We do have to clarify, not derogatory. Uh, oh, you're beautiful is fine. Speaking of beauty, this is something I just thought of. I am personally, once again, this is a random episode, everybody. I'm personally obsessing over these type of dresses, specifically mm. the square necklace. Yes. Yeah, they look really good on you. Really, really Thank good on you. you. This will be my look for the fall. So if anyone's like, oh, what are we wearing during the fall? This is it. Like a square neckline. Um, I asked my mom, um, what type of dresses are these called? Because I couldn't think of it. She said, growing up, we called them peasant dresses. And I said, maybe that is what they're called. I do not like that name. It's Doesn't so PC. No. So I was like, is there another? So if you're watching on <laughs> YouTube or Rumble, let me know what these type of dresses are called. Because I really like them. The square neckline. Um, She's right. She's right. Peasant. Yeah. I don't like that. But I do I love this square neckline style and fall I fall is my favorite season and I'm no longer ashamed to say it. I'm no longer ashamed. They it's have sophisticated. The- I'm sorry. Like, it is. Summer is for like hot girls or whatever. Fall is for like the sensual ones. Oh, oh, okay. Now that needs to be in the promo. Okay. Hey, uh, did y- y'all heard it here first. Fall is for the sensual ones. I mean, okay. it's for the wa- like for the girls that want to curl up, like you know. I mean, it's a little like okay. If you if you're thinking of a sophisticated girl, does the sophisticated girl want to like tan on the beach, or does she want to curl up with a book and her latte and her hubby? Good what point. does a sophisticated girl want versus what does the 16-year-old high school girl want? Good point. And you know what? We over here are fall uh, sophisticated, sensual girlies. That's that's what... Now, I am a big fan of tanning, 100%. I am not, I am not putting down anybody that likes a good summertime tan because that is 100% me. I'm still 16 at heart. Let's all be clear about that. Sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. But fall is a very... Fabulous um, season and 10 out of 10. The fashion in fall. I love long coats, cranberry, winter boots. Yes, yes. Ribbon, hair ribbons. That's also like Freeman's style all the time. Like even in the summer, Freeman is that, which is a good thing. It's cute. It's cute. Well, yeah, because then winter, it's like big coats and it's like not cute anymore. Fall is like. You can wear the thin lined coats. You can wear like the, you know, the cute thin sweaters. But like once winter comes, you kind of are like layers. Yeah. Scarves, hats. It doesn't have, it's not cohesive anymore. <laughs> yeah. It's not as cute, but fall 10 out of 10. So 100%. this fall, we're wearing square, everyone. We're wearing square necklines. And I do think I like the way, you know, it's, I don't know. I, I just like the way it sits up here. It looks really good on you. Thank you so much. And like you can see the necklace, but it's also not like down here. And like, yes. Uh, you know, <laughs> it's not like too high. It's perfect. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so I just wanted that was your fashion update for the week. Um, how else is your week? Fall awareness <laughs> week. <laughs> yeah, fall awareness week. 
Okay, I hope fall it fashion away. awareness week. Fall. This has been your fall fashion awareness week update. Now back to you. Um, <laughs> back to you in the studio. Can you imagine? <laughs> oh, we're audience. If we were on like um, <laughs> can't think of anyone specifically on TV, but like if we were can come in and this is the fall. Blah, blah, blah. All right, back to you in the studio. I feel like people would pay to see that. To for us to do fashion, well, yeah, yeah, no, I I agree, and this is not okay. I mean this in the most humble way. I truly like dressing up, and I do take pride in it, and I get a lot of compliments in my clothes, especially as a plus size girl. Because I talk about this all the time. There's the two plus size girls. I'm not knocking the other one. You guys can guess which one I am. I'm not gonna knock the other one, but I do think like if that other one ever wants to come to me and ask for advice. My arms are open. There are, I call them the potato sack girls. Those are the girls that are kind of where the frumpy kind of like, you know, they're kind of hiding themselves. And you don't have to do that. Now, you don't have to be like, I'm a big girl. Love me no matter who you are. Love me. Pick me. Choose me. You don't have to do that. But you can wear brighter yeah. colors. You can um, do your hair. You can wear jewelry. You can add a little lip color to your lip. And you can be... Um, more out there if you want, you know, mm-hmm. and that is more of the type of bigger girl that <clears throat> I am. So I do get a lot mm-hmm. of compliments. Um, once again, not to brag, I do get a lot of compliments for fashion. So I would love to do someone's fashion um segment. So if any of you listening have a big syndicated show, ask me if you're going to come on. We have the exact, almost the exact opposite fashion, but we both dress really well. And I'm not going to say that because I like Freeman. She dresses very, very well. Thank you. Except I'm in a sweatshirt right now, but it actually is a cohesive look. If you if you can imagine. Yes. Um. Really quick, there was this time I don't remember where we were. I think we were going to Greensboro or something. You stepped out of the car. You had on these like pleated pants, a black turtleneck, and the absolute most gorgeous coat. And I was like, okay. And I'm like, where, <laughs> where was this? I think we were going to Greensboro or something. And I'm wearing like a t-shirt and sweat, not sweatpants, but t-shirt and jeans. So I'm like, oh, we're going to, you, I was just like, oh, this girl, and, and your shoes. I was like, oh, and you know, I wear, that is one thing I lack. I am not a shoe person. So my shoes are never really that No, great. I can guarantee you, if I was wearing my pants, I was wearing $30 rain boots from Target. They look really nice. $40 Zara pants. And I think a $10 turtleneck. Oh my goodness, we should do um a fall fit check. like fit huh? check. Yes. Fit check. Yes, we should do something like that uh for the Patreon. Seriously, like that would be and yeah. also um Freeman also is really good at um picking like not I don't want to say cheap as in like cheap, but like a lot of her mm-hmm. stuff will be like, Oh, that's cute. She'll be like, Yeah, twenty dollars. Oh yeah, fifteen dollars. <laughs> She's really good at that. We should do Dang. something like that. Cause I think people actually legitimately would care. Yeah. I think it's just finding, like, what looks best on you. Like, I think jeans look good on me, but, like, they don't actually fit me best. Like, I don't feel comfortable in them. I don't feel like me in them. Freeman, that is... It's trial and error. It's trial and error. You are speaking the truth. You have to do what looks (laughs) good on you. There are so many times I'll order something because I am not a try-on and store girly. I'll order Uh something, I'll see it on the model, and I'll be like, oh, this is going to look great on me. Uh huh. Awful on me. 
Yes. I know what works. So sometimes I try to go outside of like, like I said, like these square necklines look really good on me. So yes, that is kind of where I should kind of stick. Now that doesn't mean I can't wear any other type of, but like when I want to look nice, I know that a square neckline will look good. Mm-hmm. So maybe don't get mm-hmm. the super V-neck, you know? Because mm-hmm. that person that doesn't look that good on me with my boobs, you know, I, it mm-hmm. doesn't, it's not the best look. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes things that are like super backless don't always look good. I, you, it really is picking, figuring out what looks best on you, on your body type um, and going along with that. And then picking like colors you like too. I think the color palette is also really important. You know, I, because of my skin tone, I think I look really good in like, fall cut like a mustard yellow mm-hmm. a burnt mm-hmm. orange like a red because of those those like a deep red those colors and honestly like this green i think looks pretty good too yes it does gold looks so good on you thank you thank you these colors look really good and just figuring that out blues eh, on me so mm-hmm. i don't always wear a lot of blue it's just really finding what works for you and if you yeah and i think, let me know i love the help i think like do you care more about looks or comfort? Like, mm-hmm. I know for me that was, like, a harsh reality is, like, I actually will avoid wearing, like, really nice pants, really nice sweater. I will go uh, – shoes, I will go out of my way to never wear it if it's uncomfortable. Like, if I have one bad experience in it, I will never wear it again, you know? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> See, I'm the exact opposite. If I look really good at it, I will sit through the pain if I have to. And that's just the difference between it's us. It's trial and error. It's like years yeah. of me sitting in high school in jeans being like, I will never again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I think also, I'm sure it also kind of depends on the occasion too. Like, well, no, actually, I, I will know, never will ever not. be yeah. caught in jeans. I'm telling you. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I just, well, the denim, like, the denim, like, literally makes my, like, my knee pits chafe. Oh. It's horrible. Oh, they look so you, cute on me. Do you wear <laughs> denim denim jackets? Do you think maybe you're like low key allergic to denim? I don't actually have any denim jackets. I well, might you should be. get one this fall and just see how it looks. I've always wanted like a white one. Yeah. Oh, maybe you can get one and have um Angelique write something on the back of it. True. Life dress, Angelique life dress. True. Or cute. I could be normal, but I could, or I could make it That's- a statement. That's true. Or it can be normal. I mean, being normal is an option. (laughs) That is an option. That is an option. Well, you guys, let us know. What do you think? Comfort or beauty? What do you... Not beauty. Because we said that before. We've said comfort or... I always say beauty over comfort, but that's not the right word. No, no, no. I I mean, what's more important? Like, what... Like... Because if I had to choose, like, I would rather wear yoga pants and, like, an oversized sweatshirt than a like a dress that doesn't fit me right like sure i will choose comfort over beauty sure yeah and i'll always choose beauty but you don't have to choose and that's part of what i'm saying anyways yeah that's true too you don't have to choose if you find what fits well and is comfortable and it is best like you know i'm saying beauty over comfort but the truth is like if i if there's a dress that i pick and like let's say it's like too tight and it's like uncomfortable i will try to find another one that is similar maybe not the exact same yes i will if i can now if it's like last minute i'll suck it up but like for the most part like i do you know nobody wants to literally wants to be uncomfortable 
I literally am just not cute if I'm uncomfortable. Like I'm complaining, I'm moaning, I'm groaning, I'm like scrunched. I'm just, it's, it becomes not cute. Even if it's cute, it's not cute. Fair. That's fair. All right, ladies. Um, We have some stories to get into. Before we do that, I want to remind you we have merch. Like this adorable, my friend called it a Stanley. I want to be honest with you, this is not a Stanley cup. Um, but it is like a Stanley. Um, we also have our very, very popular anti-abortion social club sweatshirts. They're back on the site. They're super comfortable and they're perfect statement. They will also be great for any of the March for Lives. It's almost March for Life season and you want to, you know, if it's cold where you're at, you want to have a sweatshirt. They're super perfect for that. And like I said, they're incredibly comfy. It is thoseofthegirls.com slash merch. Um, check that out. Are you ready? Let's do it. Can the camera see? Da, da, da. There we go. Okay. Um, did you hear we finally have a speaker of the house? I did hear. I don't know who this guy is, so I can't say anything about him. <laughs> okay. After way too long, we finally have a speaker of the house. It is Mike Johnson from Louisiana. And I'm sure like so basic. Mike Johnson. Yes. And I'm sh- that, and I'm sure you're like, who? Um, let me tell you what the New York Times says about him. He is 51, a lawyer, and a former chairman of the Republican Study Committee. He's also the youngest speaker of the House we've ever had. An evangelical Christian who was a member of the Judiciary Committee, Johnson was a key architect in the Republicans' objections to certify the victory of Joe Biden on January 6th. Many Republicans in Congress relied on his arguments. He is an ally and supporter of Jordan, who only considered moving forward with his own bid for speaker after Jordan fell short. Um, let me just see. So he there. voted. He voted to certify Joe Biden. Yes. Okay, yeah. and that's why House Republicans are maybe not the best fan of him. He was a key archer of Republicans' objection to certify. He objected oh, to certify. That's so he, he voted to not, not certify. certify the election. <clears throat> Understood. Let me see what else they say about him. It says, little is known. and Okay, Republicans elevated Johnson 51, a little-known and deeply conservative lawmaker, after a tumultuous fight that began with a hard-right ousted speaker. Lawyer, former, okay, there's nothing more. I will link some articles and things like that. We just kind of want to let you guys know it is Mike Johnson. Um, And let's see how that goes. We talked about a couple episodes. What actually is the role of the Speaker of the House? Why is it important? Why should we care? Um, And if you guys look back, I believe it was two TCAPs ago, we kind of talked about that. I uh, don't really want to rehash that, but that's who's the Speaker of the House right now. And hopefully that'll help get things in um get the ball rolling on a lot of things that have needed to be voted on the past yeah. couple of weeks because you can't they couldn't vote on anything until they had a speaker of the house oh um, my gosh so now hopefully we can get get things rolling yeah the second thing for did you hear did you hear about the new sag members uh dress code for halloween no so here we go. According to Variety, 
as striking actors enter spooky season, SAG-AFTRA released guidelines for members looking to celebrate Halloween this year while also saying the solidarity with the strike. For those that do not know, um, SAG is still on strike. The actors are still on strike. The writers have come to a conclusion. So that, so, and if you are an actor, you want to say SAG is the actors union. Okay. So if you ever want to one day become an actor, not even, I'm sorry, if you're in the actors union, you need to follow these guidelines. So that means union members can hang up their Oppenheimer and Porcupine hats and put away their Barbie pink. They said, mm. choose costumes inspired by generalized characters and figures, such as ghosts, zombies, and spiders. <laughs> the guide also suggests actors don't post photos of costumes inspired by struck content on social media. So that means, I'm laughing because this is just so funny to me. You can become, you can be Elvis from the A24's Priscilla movie that stars Jacob Eldry. Eldry. Y'all know who I'm talking about. The hot guy from Euphoria. You can Mm -hmm. be him. If you're listening, you're sad. You cannot be Elvis. From Austin Butler's movie, King of Pop. So, how do you tell the difference? I don't know. I guess if people walk up to you, you say, I'm actually Elvis from this You production. can be the 2022 film. Yes. But not the older one? No. So, you cannot be Austin so why Butler. So, why can you be Barbie if you can't? You cannot can you be, be Barbie. You cannot be Barbie. You cannot be Oppenheimer. You can be a Barbie. <laughs> you can be a Barbie because that's generic, but you cannot be Barbie. Okay. Understood. I think. So, <laughs> I just think this is so funny. It's so silly. So I'm sure at this point people are like, okay, <laughs> we got to come up with a deal. I have my bills to pay. Like, <laughs> let's wrap this up. And Literally. they're here concerned about these costumes. That would annoy me. Yeah. I want to say i believe it was mandy moore when this list came out she posted something like um are you serious you guys are concerned about this you need to be coming up with a deal or something like that and it's like yeah thank god somebody said something because it's getting a little ridiculous yeah because the average um actor they have to have like there are they can't pay their bills so there's like a pot that they're trying to help people pay their bills because while they're on strike no one's getting paid so it's like and y'all concerned about a costume right right so yeah speaking of costumes what was your favorite costume in the past years for halloween i think my most iconic costume i think i was like four i was legally blonde and i had i had like this really uh i think maybe my mom would remember i had this really big blonde wig and i wore pink and i had um high heels <laughs> you were four yeah i'm obsessed and I, i'm pretty sure that was the year that like we had to go home because i refused to say thank you so if um, you can't tell it was my diva face i was gonna say you were like uh, why would i say I'm like, I'm entitled. I did my part. You're doing your part. Why do I have to say thank you? (laughs) This is so funny. 
That is yeah. adorable, what about though. You? So, yeah. funny story. Growing up, if you know me personally, you already know this. Growing up, I was not allowed to do Halloween. We did Hallelujah Night, which was where Hallelujah you- Hallelujah Night. Hallelujah Night, which is where you go to church and they have, like, candy for you and they have, like, an invitation at the end and it's games. It's like a fall festival, but on Halloween. Um, and then, like, if, so the church I grew up in had church on Sunday. So, like, if it was a Sunday night, they wouldn't have Hallelujah Night. We would just, like, go to regular church and then come home. And then always on the way home is when, um, 91.9 The Light, those of you from Charlotte, back in the day, you remember that station? That's when they would start playing Christmas music. So I always remember leaving Hallelujah Night listening to Christmas music. Yeah. I know. Wow. I know. Crazy memories. So didn't dress up till my very till freshman year of college. Um, that was the first time I started dabbling in I'm just joking. The way my mom acts is like we're dabbling in the occult. Um it was Oh gosh. <laughs> so I still like I don't necessarily think it I don't know, like I think dressing up and going to like a party, I don't necessarily think is like celebrating Halloween. I don't know. I my kids won't. I don't think my kids will trick or treat. Um, but if we do like a church something, I'd be down for that. But like, I don't think mm-hmm. we'll trick or treat. But when they, you know, when they get older and if they want to go to a party, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Older as in like eighteen plus. Okay. Um. So my most iconic costume was probably my freshman year because like I went all out because it was my first okay. time. I was an angel and I bought these wings that cost like $40 from, do you, okay, did you ever go to Charlotte Roos? You no. Know Charlotte Roos? Okay, so at my college, there was a shuttle that would take us to the shopping center. Oh, take us to this mall. And in the mall, there was a Charlotte Roos. So, and they would do it on Saturdays and Sundays. So, let me tell you. Freshman year, if I was not in New York, city i was at that mall me and my friends and we were we would go just walk around buy something for like five dollars i don't know why we did this my freshman year i was going crazy it was too much i know my dad was like annoyed with me hey can i have this can i have that always hey can i just have 10 more dollars and just 10 more dollars this week so we went to charlotte roost and charlotte roost would have there to me it was so smart i don't even think they have charlotte roosts anymore but they would have, like, around Halloween time, they just have, like, packets. So, like, if you just wanted to be a basic, one of them was, like, Angel, Cat, mm-hmm. Aubrey Hepburn, mm-hmm. things like that. I don't think places have that anymore. But, so, one year, I was an Angel. And I just felt like that was so, I felt like I looked so cute. It was my first year ever mm-hmm. celebrating Halloween. And we went to, to this um, frat house at another school. And it was just so funny because, like, I was getting all these compliments. I was like, oh, my gosh. And in my head, I was like, this is, like, I'm in college. Like, I'm doing college. <laughs> I, this is how college is supposed to be. And it was just, it was fun. It was my night. And then That's we it? You, you got compliments. You were, as a, you were an angel and you just, like. There's more that I, I don't think I should share. But oh, okay. Um, okay. <laughs> Understood. We call it Halloween too, because in that Halloween at the college I went to, it was like people who never even went out ever. They that was the weekend they would go out. And that was when they would at only time they would charge girls. 
like normally girls can go for free but for Halloween. I see. Everywhere you I go, see. you have to pay. So that was just I. And to me, like I know it's like very controversial. Like you're going out to party. I love dancing. Like I think you can have a good time with your girls dancing, and that was my favorite thing with the wings. You know. I had to take them off. I want to say I left them at that person's house. Because you were whacking everyone I with them? I was like this the whole time. <laughs> and they were sick. And they were long. You were, you were starting to become an angel of death. No, literally. Like, I was whacking people. And, like, it was just. And if you've ever gone out with me, you know, I'm, like, really into it and everything. <laughs> like, yes. I'm, like, whacking people. It was just. It was it was fun, though. Like, it was a really good time. Um happy memories i think that was my most iconic one i also was a bunny one year with my friend and she it was oh and i was a mouse duh with another friend um because (laughs) all i had was a black dress and i was just trying to figure out what ears can i do so then i said oh if i do the mouse ears i can just do like a nose and a whiskers yeah 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 and then like i opened the door for the picture and I said, I'm a mouse, duh. And I was very proud of that. I thought that was so clever. That was fun. I was trick-or-treating up until eighth grade, I think. How old are you supposed to stop? <clears throat> I think, like, once you can... I mean, I feel like pubescent is, like, you've kind of evolved from, like, being a kid trick-or-treating. So is trick-or-treating technically <laughs> for kids? Yes. Okay. Yes. It's for like K through really five, I would say. Middle school. Really? Yeah. Middle school, it's like you're too old. By the time eighth grade rolls around, it's like you're in high school, basically. Like, why are you at my doorstep? <laughs> in my head, I guess maybe also from movies, I just pictured kids up until like their senior year trick or treating. No, I think, I mean, I remembered getting, like, x when I was in eighth grade for doing it. People would say no? <clears throat> they were very, very annoyed, so. That's shocking. Well, let us know. how. What was your favorite, most iconic costume? And what are you guys doing this year? Anything cute? Are you going to be sad, compliant? Are you going to be a spider, a generic Barbie, or um, a zombie, or a ghost? Um, let us know if you did uh, Hallelujah Night. Like I said, I probably won't do the trick-or-treating thing with my kids. We'll probably just go to a church thing. And if our church doesn't have anything, we'll just sit at home and watch positive, happy movies. One thing I will say, I don't, I, I absolutely hate how these houses have gotten, like, ridiculous. There's this video that's going around where this guy, oh, I'll have to show you guys. It, he has, like, um... He is pretending to be like a, a dead body and he's like throwing like fake blood. And it's like, okay, now oh like, this isn't cute. It's not funny. Like, this isn't. It's it. not child friendly. No, it, it's not. Like, you guys have taken it to the next level. Like, it's not. And I hate that. I hate like the skulls everywhere. I'm just not. Ugh, not mm-hmm. Okay. Next, did you hear? Netflix, they un- this is from Netflix.com. They unveiled their first ever multi-title immersive shopping experience. Let me explain. 
October 13th, they invite you to kick off the holiday shopping season at Netflix at the Grove, an unforgettable immersive retail experience that brings fans of all ages closer to the series and films they love and know. One of the most iconic shopping entertainment tourist destinations is Los Angeles. The pop-up store will feature a broad range of limited edition items from some of Netflix's most popular titles, Stranger Things, Bridgerton, Squid Games, and more. Squid Games is oh, random. I saw the picture of Squid Games. No. Random. Um, so that's kind of cool. I mean, so notable characters including Vecna from Stranger Things, the iconic young he doll from Squid Games. And Queen Charlotte's Throne and more. I think bring back in-person shopping experiences because too seriously, I miss that. Online, it's not as fun. I mean, the internet is taking over the world. (laughs) Like the robots, the robots are. You know. Anyways, I'm not. I'm not serious, but I kind of am because, like, I just think going in person. There's something so fun about that. Like, I look at the shopping malls in our area, and they just become, like, homeless centers. Like, there's no, you know, you used to go to the shopping mall when you were, like, young, and it was, like, where you did your first date at, like, a food court or something. And that was fun, you know? In-person is fun. Normalize in-person. I like going from, like, internet to in-person, and I think that's a cool thing, too, because, like, Amazon has been thinking about doing a warehouse. They've done, like, Amazon Fresh. They've done, like, actual grocery stores, which is really cool. Oh, I didn't know that. I think so. I think they're, like, warehouses where you can, like, go look at their Tupperware and, like, that kind of thing. (laughs) Which, that's where my mind is, right? The Tupperware. (laughs) Well, you know what's interesting? If Amazon does start doing in-person stores like that, they literally are in control of us. Because we went from in-person to online because of Amazon. And then if we go from like in-person, from online to in-person, and it's because of Amazon. That's so crazy. Jeff Bezos, man, that that gentleman has quite a hold. I'm going to be honest, he has quite a hold on me. I love me some Amazon. I wish I didn't, but I do. This dress, no, this is Forever 21. But... Oh, actually, nothing I'm wearing is from Amazon. Oh, these mics are from Amazon. They they just are. I'm sorry. They are. Wait, I think that we have a... Yeah, like, look, Amazon Go. Use the Amazon app to open an entry gate and start shopping. Shop, pick up your items as you please. You can use your own bag or one of ours. Wait, and that's once actually you're, cool. When you're finished, you just walk through the exit gate. You will be charged for what you take. Is that's in Charlotte? Oh no, 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 no. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say we should do like a vlog. That actually sounds really fun to try. Chicago, Illinois. Oh, it says okay. it's the closest one. Well that's not Charlotte. Um, so back to what you were saying about in person. Even like when I was thinking about when we would go um to the mall to look for like what are we gonna wear for this? Or like when I, w- I was on a sorority for a year and all the parties were themed, you have to run to the mall. What what am I gonna wear? Like that was fun. Yes. And you can get it immediately as opposed to Amazon, you know, you'd have to bet like pray that you get it in time. But it was right. fun to go to the mall, like, oh my goodness, I need a I need sparkles. Where am I going to get sparkles? I know, but like, I don't know where I would get sparkles today. 
Amazon. Right, but like in person, like a Hobby oh. Lobby? Maybe. No. Maybe they have a limited selection. Well, I'm th- if I'm thinking Body Sparkles, if I were to get Body Sparkles, I'd try Claire's. I would try Hot Topic, maybe? I don't even really like going to Hot Topic. <laughs> oh, gosh. Hot Topic. The well, there's so many benefits to, like, anyways... There are so many benefits to in-person, you know, shopping yeah. experiences. I think bring them back. I agree. I will <laughs> say, so back to the story, I will say I some I love the idea of like having um like a Bridgerton experience. I didn't watch the show, but I hear it's really good. Stranger Things. I love Stranger Things. I don't know if I like the idea of a Stranger Things experience. Stranger Things, I wouldn't say it's scary. It's anxiety-inducing, though. So I, I'm curious, like, you know, if Vecna's standing there over you. I, I don't know how, like, yeah. fun that would be. Like, what is this all-immersive experience, and how far are we willing to go? Right. And even, like, the Squid Games thing, like, that, I mean, I saw one episode. First of all, I was like, oh, no, everybody's homeless. I do not want to watch this. My brother's like, watch it, watch it, watch it. It's usually how it happens. I watched it. I was hooked. I saw the whole thing through, I think, in, like, two or three days. Loved it. Would I want to experience it? No. I don't think that was... I. You know, they're doing a reality series where you go through the Squid Games. Obviously, you don't die, but, like, you go through all the games. Is that stupid? Yes. Is that something that any of us should want to do? I don't think so. Um. So, I'm kind of interested in, like... Or I'm curious about how immersive these experiences are. Um, yes. Do they shoot you with like a BB gun or like when you like cause or you do you just stand you, there? Right. Did you see Squid Games? No. Oh, no. so you don't even know the full okay. But you get the premise of Squid Games? Yeah, of course. Okay. So I'm like, is there so I don't know. If there was a TV show or something that you could do an immersive did you ever watch Westworld? Mm-mm. Okay, let me explain Westworld real quick. Westworld is this show. I know, I know. It's a sci-fi show. I really think that everybody should try at least a couple episodes. It's where it takes place. So it's a sci-fi show. So it's this theme park that you go to that is kind of like, the. it is the Wild Wild West. But there's like animatronics that are incredibly lifelike. Look up Westworld really quick. They're, they look yeah. incredibly human. And you go in, if you have enough money, you go in and you can say, hey, I want to stop this guy from robbing a bank. So you go in and you're on the train and a guy comes robbing the bank and you like go through it. That actually seems wow. really fun. Except the people like, mm-hmm. yeah, like they made them look so human. So that would be a little like Uncanny valley because it's like ah you because you yes. literally shoot someone and they bleed out but um they they're animatronics they're robots so it's not real and there's like so much to it anyway so like what if you could have an experience kind of like that for any tv show what would it be oh my gosh i'd have to think i don't think it would be something like too dramatic i think it would yeah. be something fun i think it would be like a candy land, you know? Okay. I've heard really good things about the happy place. 
Oh, my family likes that movie or that show. No, The Good Place. Yeah. The Good Place. The Good Place. Yeah, The Good Place. Oh, but you know what? You know what would also be really cool? I guess, and I don't, I don't want to be like this person, but like when the chose like the chosen seems like a really cool time place to be just like as a fly on the wall but i don't need i don't want to like get too involved in the drama yeah see that's there's some of them i agree with you about the nothing too dramatic i love like i said i love westworld Mm-mm. wouldn't want to be part of it love stranger right. things couldn't be a part of it um love the boys could not be a part of that oh you know what um, actually i think mama mia because i love good music i love good dancing and i love greece that would be fun yeah those type of things that i would be i'd love to be in princess diaries too i'd love to be at the sleepover they have where they slide on the mattress down the oh yes 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 100 that's something i want to immerse in I, you know, I love Doctor Who and the idea of like Doctor Who, like what if, you know, you wake up and he's in your bedroom and everything and like you can go off with him. I want to say like there's a part of me that's like, oh, yeah, that's going to be so fun. There's another part of me that's like, that is absolutely terrifying. Yeah. No, like there's times I think about this, too. (laughs) Um, And someone pointed this out about like the Outer Banks kids. There's times where you have to run. I can't run. Like, I mean, I can run. Like, I physically can, but I, I can't run fast enough. So why would you electively? <laughs> What'd you say? I said, so why would you electively run? Like, you can, but, like, why would someone exactly, choose exactly. to? Exactly. But in the Doctor Who world, you know, a dialect could be chasing me. So I'm, like, running. And, and like, I just can't. Yes. When I think about that, I need to be something fun, chill, show community i'd love to be at school with all of them maybe join the study group like i have to be something like low stakes silly even i i can't do the yes. action and like you know i'm like do you, think getting, do you think maybe we're taking this a little too seriously no it's, it's fun to think about yeah <laughs> it's fun to think about i guess yeah <laughs> So let mm-hmm. us know, is there like a TV show or a movie you want to be like immersed in? You think it would be fun to join? You want to join Totally Spies? You want to be part of Whoop? Did you watch Totally Spies? Is that before your time? No, that is before my time. Such a good show. It's coming back, everybody. Um, Would you want to join Kim Possible? Kim Possible is not before your time, though. Mm. Did you watch Kim Possible? No, but I heard of it. Okay. I didn't watch it, but I, I've definitely like seen it. <laughs> okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Kim Possible's a really, really good show. I hate you missed out on. Um no, I'm just kidding. But yeah, like let us know. Alright, our last story, a lot more serious. Um, this is our main story. This is brought to you by NBC News. Clemson, we're switching gears like we've never switched before, everybody. Yeah. Clemson students <laughs> protest removal of tampons from men's restroom. I think okay. we can laugh about this. I'm sorry. Well, I'm also laughing because, like, um, like it's such a shift in the tone, and I just think it's funny. Um, how we, yeah. we go from I have to run from dialects to no, it's like it's like we talk about like, oh my gosh, how crazy would it be to live in a dystopia? And now we're like, <laughs> actually. Right. 
So good point. Good point. Here's reality, <laughs> which is looking a little off as well. <laughs> so, a Clemson University students protested the removal of tampon dispensers from the men's library bathrooms in response to a conservative student group's complaints. Holding brightly colored signs reading "Destigmatize menstruation" and "Hello, it's the 21st century." Around Wait, I'm 50- sorry, what? Destigmatize menstruation. Menstruation. Yeah, menstruation. Yeah. What did I say? No, no. I'm just like destigmatize. Ha- uh, they're holding a sign that says because. Men don't have access to tampons in the men's restroom. That that's stigmatizing them for menstruating? I think so. You know, a lot of this stuff doesn't always follow logic. But I think that is the direction they're trying. I think they're trying to say, like... I think they're trying to take how sometimes as women we feel like we have to, like, hide our pads and tampons. Gotta be real quiet about it. So right. I think you're trying to like, and there is like a stigma around like, oh, you've got a stain or something. Right. It's like, oh, sorry. Right. And it's like, it's just you know, <clears throat> it's part of your body. So I think they're trying to like hack, on, like latch onto that. Men trying to take, we can't have anything. Yeah. Men trying to take, yeah, 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 yeah. That's what they're trying to say. I'm not quite sure. Once again, it doesn't follow much logic. The feminine hygiene dispensers, the dispensers were removed after the Clemson College Republicans complained that they were found inside the library men's bathrooms. If you weren't already aware already, Clemson University has tampon pad dispensers in the men's restroom located in a copper library. We truly live in a clown world, the student posted on September 13th. Take Back Pride, who organized the protest, said that the sanitary products were, quote, unjustly removed from the restroom and are asking for them to be reinstalled as well as the college republicans to be reprimanded for their role in the removal take back pride claimed that the machines were vandalized after the student group complained about them the dispensers were removed three days after their complaint um the chairman of the conservative group said men are men women are women of course men cannot menstruate of course we spoke out against it of course these people think the opposite and that's why they were out here protesting us we simply stood up for biological reality they reject what we believe and so they want us to be removed from campus clown world um dystopian as (laughs) as we kind of uh hinted at what are your thoughts I guess my first thought is how did they get there in the first place? <laughs> like, when did that happen? And and also, like, what is Take Back Pride? Like, isn't Pride already here? Like a pro-transgender, gender-neutral, menstruators, birthing people movement? Isn't that already what it is? Why are we taking it back? Taking it back from who? That is a valid question. I couldn't tell you. I thought they already had the pride. I didn't know someone had taken it from them. Do people actually use them? Like, are there transgender male? First of all, 
Why don't you identify as a female if you menstruate? And if you do identify as female, shouldn't you be using the male bathroom? Or do you identify as a male? Yeah, I think so. You menstruate, so you need to go to the men's bathroom? Yes. So I, the reason they're in there is for. So I was listening to another podcast talking about this, and they made a good point. There's probably three on camp, like statistically. Yeah. So they probably would save more money in time if they just gave them the three people a box every month, you know? Well, like, just like had them in a general area. Yeah. So the idea is, I'm guessing, for people who were born biologically female and then they have transitioned, so that they have tampons in the restroom, but realistically, I it's just it doesn't make sense because Aside from the fact that men don't menstruate, like I said, it's probably three three on campus. It is such a crazy thing um, for us to deny like biological reality. And I think the reason why it's so crazy, the reason why so many of us, especially on the right, are so like are so gung ho about it, is because. Because people have actually fought for the right to have a tampon dispenser in a women's restroom. And because when you deny, like, biological reality, it starts to deny, like, I hate to be slippery slope, but, like, that's just kind of the beginning of denying other things of reality. And we have to operate in reality to continue to be a functioning society. I think that's mm, writing that down, the, writing that down. <laughs> that's like the biggest thing. We have to operate in reality to be a functioning society. If we start, you know, denying these things and we start denying this thing and we start thinking two plus two is actually five, it will throw everything off. And some might argue that could be the the overlords, whoever's in control of all of this. That could be their plan. Some could argue that. You know, I don't know. I do know that we cannot begin to deny biology. One of the things, um, I remember learning this a couple of years ago, um, certain medication dosage, certain, um, I'll just say medication doses, you need to know someone's biological gender so that they can get the appropriate ma- amount. It is so important for us not to deny these things, not to give into these things, especially when it comes to medical decisions, because it can truly hurt people. And as I've mentioned many a times on the podcast, um, I'll never forget that TikTok where the girl said she thinks that she, her therapist made a comment that she could just be non-binary now because she just doesn't want to be a woman because of her sexual assault. I'm not saying every non-binary girl is like that. I'm not saying every transgender girl is like that. I'm saying that this is a real thing that happens. I'm saying this is something that isn't, like, it's not something to take lightly. I think that these things are real. Like, there's real reasons why a woman would all of a sudden want to be considered a man. I think these are things that- Yeah, it's a reaction to something. Yeah. So I really, like, we cannot- we have to speak up. Well done, Clemson College Republicans. You have to speak up and speak out against these things. 
And we have to do it in our conversations too. And we can't, it is hard to have this conversation sometimes because the reality is we do want everybody to be happy and like to be comfortable in who they are or who they believe they are. Yeah. We want that for people, but we also, we cannot deny reality. I think that is my biggest concern about all of this stuff, about even the idea that babies aren't babies at when they're in the womb at you know 30 weeks right my biggest concern is like the more you deny these things like it just trickles mm-hmm. into other things that we cannot operate <laughs> as a functioning society we are hurting people uh it it yeah i mean it starts to hurt people it starts to um break down families it, it's just not we have to operate in reality yeah i think the hardest thing about having these conversations for me is like nobody wants to offend someone i mean even if I'm talking to my fellow female friends, like I have friends that I'm sure would believe in the right to access menstrual products for anyone. And of course, I believe in that too. I believe if a man needs tampons, like he should be able to buy them. Like, I'm not saying that, like, I don't believe you should have access to it. I mean, I don't want you to bleed out. I don't want you to, like, you know, I want you to be hygienic. Right. God forbid you free bleed. Yeah, but am I am I participating in an ideology that I actually don't believe in? Or am I being a good just a normal person? Like that's a line that I really struggle to communicate with people. And not only that, but in a way that's like not gonna be automatically deemed as offensive. Like I have no offense in my heart. I have no malintent. Like I really want to better understand trans people. I really want to better understand these people that felt like they did need it. They did need this. And like now it's going to be humiliating having to go buy them or maybe they really relied on these tampons like for comfort and security like and and they can't go into the women's restroom for some reason. Like I want to understand that I can't participate in it and I can't endorse it. Um but like I think I think there's a different I think there are two conversations. I think there's one conversation about the logistics of like if somebody needs a tampon, if somebody needs access to something, they should get that. But what is the overarching theme that's being endorsed by having tampons in men's restroom? Like what is Clem- what is state what is Clemson's statement? That's a different question on like men in women's spaces and that seems like it's being answered so while i'm very sympathetic with the logistics of this i'm not as sympathetic to clemson's stance on men in women's spaces and claiming to share women's struggles see my, see what i'm saying Freeman, once again, that is such a good explanation. Aw. I think you're I feel so like I feel right. like I didn't – I don't think I made that – I don't think I'm making that clear. Because, like, I don't have the answer. Well, That's the thing. I, I, don't right. know how, I don't know how to toe that line. I don't know how to be sympathetic without not right. endorsing. Like, I don't know how to not be offensive if every single time I open my mouth it's freaking offensive. Like, do I just embrace yeah. it I'm offensive or do I still try to resist that? Like, I don't know. <laughs> Well, I think like what I always try to do and what um, an overarching thing in the podcast I try to do is like always tell the truth, but say it in grace and love. 
I believe we're ta- telling the truth and I think we are offering grace and love. I think like sometimes yeah. the truth is offensive. I mean, the gospel is offensive. The gospel yeah. in and of itself is offensive. Um, we just have to continue to tell the truth. But if we're doing it in grace and love, I think it is more likely to be received in a positive way. Um, and it's more likely for the seeds to be planted. Because um, the reality is, you know, if it's your first time listening to this and you disagree with everything we said, I don't necessarily know if we changed your mind. If we did, please let me know. That would make me feel so good. Um, but if we didn't, you know, it is what it is. But ideally, we would have planted a seed. This would might be your first time listening to people with these type of opinions that also aren't calling you that ugly and you'll never get married and right. you're going to die with cats, you know? Like, hopefully, um, you know that that's not the spirit we're coming at this from. Um, and I do think there is, I think you're making a good point. Uh, you made a good point when you said they still need tampons. So that is something that, but the thing is, like, they don't have to, like, Clemson doesn't have to provide it in the men's restroom. They can mm-hmm. go purchase them themselves. Um, like, no one's stopping them from that. So I do think you're right. Like, Clemson has a duty not to give in to that. As an yeah. institution, they should not be giving into. The, they have to operate in reality as an institution. You know, the that's clerk, a really that just answered my question. Thank you for saying that. That's a great. That's a great way of putting that. Thank you. You just helped me. And the last thing on that, I also want to say, like the clerk at the grocery store has to sell them the tampon. Mm-hmm. You know. The clerk also doesn't know if it's for them or someone else. The clerk has yeah. to Clemson does not. Clemson does Because not. the logistics, like, I'm thinking logistically, like, would I rather stomp my foot or, and have you bleed out or, like, get, you know, blood everywhere? Or would I rather participate in the logistics of needing... Because I mean, Michael Scott, Michael Scott uses pads for like his armpit sweat. Like, <laughs> I mean, oh my god, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I support him. I support him using pads for that. Like, this is great, you know. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I, I. I don't know if I'm making. I don't. I don't know if I'm making any sense right now. <laughs> I will say I want to be I want to be empathetic to the logistics yeah okay there we go yes yes and I think we can like I said like they can still receive pads but the institution should not um give in to that um so yeah because it's a statement unfortunately everything is a statement not saying something is a statement saying something is a statement saying the word inclusive is a statement to the left like Everything yeah. is a statement, as much as it sucks. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> and we not can, having it would be a statement. Sorry, go ahead. Well, I was gonna say like we can even attest to that. Just like having a platform, you know, saying something, not saying something, people automatically make assumptions on like what you said or didn't say. But I do. Yes, think, I will say though, like if they hadn't done it at all, I think they wouldn't have. I mean, same with the bathroom bill in North Carolina. Like if. Nobody has said anything at all with the tampons. It wouldn't have been a thing. Like if they had just, I feel like it would have. You think? I feel like it would have. I feel like somebody would have like prompted them to like be gender inclusive or whatever, and they'd have to make a statement. I mean, 
By not doing anything that's a statement, by doing something that's a statement. Everything is a statement. Fair, I guess. I guess, <laughs> and I guess on college campuses across the country, kids are like demanding tampons yeah. in men's restrooms. I mean, it's going to happen everywhere. Yeah. I everywhere. guess that's fair. Well, thank you, Clemson, <laughs> for taking them down. I think that was the right move. And good on you, college Republicans of Clemson, for standing up and saying something that was needed. Um, should we do the last thing we talked about or call yeah, it yeah, yeah, let's do it. So there's this list going around Twitter. This is a fun one, guys. Fun story. Back to fun stories. There's a list going around Twitter where women are naming places they absolutely refuse to go on first date. There's 28 spots. We're going to go through all of them. You ready? Should we say yes or no? Yeah, we'll say I'll list it, and then you'll say yes or no, and then I'll say yes or no. Okay. And then if we want to discuss, we can discuss. First place. And you guys let us know, too, if there's one that you're like, oh, I agree with. First place, Cheesecake Factory. Yes. Yes. Classy. Uh, Classy. Seriously. Like, oh, oh, for me? And you have I leftovers. I mean, you can't get food for less than, like, 30 bucks there, okay? That's classy. Seriously. And you have leftovers. I mean, Cheesecake Factory gives you, like, Three mils. Yeah, 100%. Applebee's. Uh, I don't I don't think I would love it. Really? I love Applebee's. I I think early 2000s. Okay, we cannot have a conversation about all 28 of these. Continue. <laughs> well, we won't, we won't, we won't. So, Applebee's, yes or no? Uh, I prefer not, but, like, if you're nice, okay. I say yes. Chilies. Okay. Same as Applebee's. I say no because I don't like chilies. Um. <laughs> Chipotle? Sure. Chill, casual, like 45 minutes. Okay. I will have to pause for a second. You say <laughs> Applebee's. Or in, Mallory. We I know. I know. Pause. Over you an say, hour. You say Applebee's, no, but uh, Chipotle, yes? I think Applebee's because, like, it's a sit-down thing and you have a server. It's like, if we're going to have a server, let's at least, like, go to a nice place. A a Chipotle is, like, a lunch break kind of date. You know? You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess. Like, you're leaving the office. You have, like, 45 minutes. Like, sure, like, let's get a burrito bowl together. That's, like, I think that's intentionally chill. I think going to Applebee's is, like, you're trying to be sophisticated, but it's, like. you're saying try harder. Try harder. Okay. I disagree, but um, Chipotle, I will say Chipotle. Not for, like, dinner. Not for, like, a two-hour, like, nice dress-up date. This is your first date. Chipotle. I think a first date could be, like, lunch. Like, I think, yeah, at Chipotle, sure. I'm going to say maybe. I would probably say, realistically, I'd probably say yes. But I do think I would want a little bit more effort than Chipotle. Just because I like dressing up. And I think you made a good point. Like, you don't really dress up to Chipotle. Um, Olive Garden. Oh, 100%. I'm begging Andy to take me to Olive Garden. I would feel wine and dined. I'm sorry. Olive Garden. I really would. I, um, yeah. The movies. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Yes to me. That was actually my very first date listen perfect you don't have to talk yeah even though i will say you probably should 
But the first date's so awkward. Like, you might as well get it out of the way by not talking. And then the second date is like, oh, we've done this before. Okay. Wow. Okay, good. That's a good take. That's a good take. <laughs> Your house. Oh, no. no. Get out of my house. No, that is not a date. That is not Pick a date, me lady. Up, do not come in. Any fast food chain. Bojangles. No. Wendy's, Unless McDonald's. we're in, like, middle school. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say no to that as well. Buffalo Wild Wings. No. <laughs> Maybe. I feel the same way about Buffalo Chipotle. Wild Wings is giving Hooters. It's giving Hooters. Okay. Oh, I guess because of the sports, sportsiness. Yeah. Yeah. I, no. I'll say 60% no. 80% no. 20% yes. Wingstop. No, no, it's like Chipotle or like. Okay, you have to look at the, you have to look at Buffalo Wild Wings. Never I mind, went, never mind, never mind. I've been there recently. It's it's like <laughs> last time I went, there was a game on, and people were like, "Yeah, no, yeah." Yeah, so that's the, not cute. No. Oh my gosh! Wait, have you been to Girl Tribe? Have I been where? To Girl Tribe. It's a really, really, really cute, like feminine boutique in Charlotte. So funny story. I have not been there, but I know all about it because I follow on Instagram. And then that's the company I did the shop through when I did the pop-up yes. shop. Yes. Okay. They're very leftist. They have like F the patriarchy, but like they have this really cute mug that says like, I hope everyone has a good time. And it's like a sports mug. <laughs> it's like, I just hope everyone has a good time. Oh, I, I seriously it. thought about buying it for you. <laughs> Oh, I love it. I love it. I love that. Oh, it's my like goodness. It's like pink and it has like a pink football. <laughs> oh, I have to. Okay, I'll have to look that up. Yeah, Girl Tribe is so cute. And so the girls are from Charlotte. Um, oh, I wonder if they got, well, they probably wouldn't come on the podcast. Um, yeah, the they're like cool. very pro RBG. Like, yeah, I love all their stuff. And I love what yes. they're doing. I love, and you know, I love me some girl, some pink girl power at that. I really like what they're doing. I want to do the Christmas pop up. But it's actually for a week or two weeks, I think, is when you can have your pop-up. And it's during the day. And I, you know, I have my nine to five, but whatever. One day, when I did, two seconds, when I did the pop-up, there were people who, like, you know, I had my cute little table. I'm just a regular girl. But there's people who, like the boutiques were like there that's her full-time job it's this lady she had a um what are those like vans from like the 70s she, like, yeah yeah home. yeah like the vw van vans. yeah phil it was so cute it was like blinged out and it had clothes in there it was just some of these people it's their full-time job which is nice like goals yeah anyway red lobster yes 100 percent. yeah a buffet that feels weird <laughs> A buffet? Yeah. Like, what are we, grandparents? Like, Golden Corral. <laughs> you go on your first date to Golden Corral. I hop. No, I eat too much. I'm an overeater. No. I, so, in a, I actually don't like dates where you eat because I get so anxious. I end up not eating. Mm, when I take all I overeat. And I, like, <laughs> pig out when I get back because I'm just so anxious. I, I actually don't like when guys see me. If I'm interested in a guy, like, you know, my friends, I couldn't care less. They can see me eat like a pig. But, like, if I'm interested in a guy, like, I cannot eat in front of them. Interesting. It's, like, it's vulnerable. Like, opening your mouth, it like, is. 
like swallowing, <laughs> chewing, making eye contact while you're like shoving food down your throat, like like stuff is getting everywhere. It's vulnerable. Like if some if you were to choke or if it were to get on your face, oh my god, I would just I would rather die. It's vulnerable. I try not to look at people when they're eating because I'm too. like I'm like you deserve your space. <laughs> like so funny, yeah. It is, I mean, it's vulnerable. You put yourself in a very vulnerable <laughs> position. Like you're making like ridiculous faces. Like yeah. That's a valid point. Um, <laughs> Denny's? Like, what else do you let someone see the inside of your mouth? The dentist. And that's an intimate relationship. That's a very intimate relationship. No to, Den- no to Denny's. No to IHOP. The gym. No. That's not a date. No. That seems sleazy. Like, I just want to see you in yoga pants. Uh, I didn't think of that. I was just thinking it seems cheap. <laughs> It's free. <laughs> is it? Because, like, some gyms are, like, not. Well, I mean, unless you have, like, a cool bond. or Like, maybe you met the. Uh, no. I don't know. I don't really never a, know how you would. I wouldn't think a gym is a date. I'd say, like, if you are dating. If you're already. First of all, I would not want someone that I want to see me in a positive way. See me at a gym. I, I get that. I get that. I don't want you to see me out of breath. Mm-hmm. I don't want you to see me at my lat. Like, you know, I can. I mean, gyms are a very kind of like sexual, like breathing heavy, like sweating. I don't know. There's yeah. something like see. And don't I'm look over here at thinking me. Of embarrassment from like you know just not being able to do stuff. No, I hear you. I hear you because because you are thinking like there is a part of you that's like oh like his stamina isn't that great. Like hmm. Yeah. I wonder what that's an indication of. <laughs> Okay, see, for you, in my mind, did not go that way, but you're right. That's probably exactly how people are thinking. My mind, I think so. Yeah. Um, okay, we should get through this list. Um, church. No. No, that's not a date. I think it's cute, though, to go to church together. Cheap. Cheap. Yeah. I think it's cute to go to church together and then maybe go to lunch totally. afterwards yes then yes that's a date but just let's meet at church all right let's sit together all right see you later like that's not a date no oh no starbucks cute sure coffee dates sure totally ice cream dates sure 100 percent. family functions no no mm. no first date oh my god no Blah. no that sounds awful I Movie. yeah, I don't even really want to meet your friends. Like not the first night, no. Movie night, Netflix, Hulu. No. Okay, that's Hulu giving my house, your house. Yeah. yeah. Somewhere that requires a long drive. Um, I think so. Okay, fun fact. Me and Andy's first official date was we drove like an hour and a half to a Chick-fil-A. We were leaving we were in Seattle. And I mentioned, like, in class that I loved Chick-fil-A. And he was like, well, you know, I could take you. And I was like, well, you're going to have to. And, like, we drove an hour and a half to Chick-fil-A. Aw, that's so cute. Are there no Chick-fil-A's in Seattle? No, because of, like, the politics. I think there's a new one now. But, yeah. Aw, that's cute. An hour and a half. Yeah, I loved it. Oh, so my first date actually with my ex-boyfriend, we drove an hour and some change to a tractor pool. What's a tractor pool? My thoughts exactly. 
So a tractor pull is literally what it sounds like. A tractor just pulls a sled. Funny story about that. So he asked me to go with him to the tractor pull thing. I was like, okay, cool. I said, so like, what do I wear? And he said, probably not any of your dresses. Do you have jeans? And I said, sure. Should I wear my NRA t-shirt? And he said, that's actually perfect. So sweet city girl me went to a tractor pool that was about an hour and a, and a half, maybe a little bit longer away. And honestly, that was really fun. Like, I like, we got to talk the majority of the time in the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Music. Yeah. yeah. I will say we met up with some of his friends. That wasn't as like, I think that was fine. His friends were fine. But like, you yeah. know, like the driving in the car part was really fun. I think actually. It's romantic. It. Driving is romantic. Yeah. And now that I think about it, maybe that's actually the best. Like, maybe this is the ultimate first date. Driving somewhere together. Yeah. Because you can have coffee. Yeah. Like, you don't have to look at each other. Okay, but I will say with um this ex, I almost said his name, he'd have a panic attack. Uh, with this ex, I will say we had hung out three other times before. And at the other times we hung out as friends and I felt very comfortable with him. It felt great. If it's someone you just right. met, right, 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 don't do a long drive. Yes, and it sounds yes. like you went to school with Andy, so yes. like it's a little different. It's like I knew this person for a while, you know, we were friends at first, so it's a little bit better. But I do think a long drive is a good date. All right, last couple, and then we gotta wrap up. Um, bowling, cute, yeah, nightclubs, no, no, hookah bar, maybe, no, bar for just drinks. Mm. Maybe, Speed. maybe like a 7 p.m. kind of thing, not yeah. like midnight. Yeah, yeah. Waffle House. <laughs> I want to say no, but. I want to say no. <laughs> like, I, ha- I I can't bring myself to say yes. Right. I feel like that's not the classy thing to say, but like, I wouldn't be like, oh my God, no. Like, I'd probably be like, okay. I feel like I'd be begrudging and then I'd have like a chocolate chip waffle and be like, you can eat that. (laughs) (laughs) I'd have my um, hash brown. I have them capped. Something else and something else. I like it with onions and mushrooms and cheese. Wow. Now I want that. Hash brown with onion, mushroom and cheese. Should we go? God, maybe instead of going to mod tomorrow should we <laughs> i'm trying to think is there a waffle house near me let's let's discuss tomorrow see how we feel okay. i do oh gosh i now i do want some hash browns with uh, the thing is all of, i don't really care about a waffle right now i just kind of really want the hash browns i guess i just have a hash brown bowl anyway well that's that's for later last thing is a sports event would you go on a yeah. date I would, but it would show how little that person knew me if he took me on the ah, event. There it is. That would that would show how little he I would attend. And like when I'm in the event, I can get into it, especially if it's a close game. Yeah. I will never pick it though. You'll never hear me go, let's go to the bubble law game. Right, right, right. So yeah, so that is our show. Let us know if there's any deal breakers. This is a random list that was going around Twitter. I think it's funny and silly. Most of these places really aren't that bad of a first date. Um, no. And no. if you're listening and you're a guy and 
in the comments, girls, tell us where you would find a first a cute first date. Let's make some connections. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do this thing. Guys listening, girls listening, girls type in your first date. Guys, find whichever girl is single that you think is cute and go ahead and take her out on a date. And, and there's no shade. No shade if like Applebee's is really cute to you or if like you know, Wingstop, like, as a guy, maybe that's, like, the best you can do budget-wise. Like, do what you can. Like, a girl cares about the effort 110% more than, like, the actual, like, experience. So just do what you can. She will be able to tell if, like, you made reservations and, like, you've been saving up a little bit and, like, put a nice effort into your appearance. Like, don't we're just being brats like we don't actually care and i will say there's a difference between i know from i feel like from his when i do this but there's a difference between dating like when you're 21 22 and like i'm gonna be 29 next month yeah so yeah like no right offense. high school dating yeah college totally different right like no offense don't take me to win wing stop i'm gonna be 29 like no i'm not gonna <laughs> take me to like Maggiano's. I'm not saying that at all. I mean, let me tell. I, I will go. I'm not. I'm not going to say uh-huh. no. But like, I'm not going. I'm not going to McDonald's for a date. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. So, but you know, at 18, 19, 21, 22, I might have done that. I, sure. Let me not lie. I would have done that, and I would have had a mm-hmm. great time. It really does mm-hmm. depend on like. I think age makes a huge difference in all of these yes. too. Uh, because even what you said, the Chick Fil A thing, like that's a cute. That's a cute date. Yeah. At, you know, how old were you? 16, 17? 17, yeah. Yeah. That's a cute date. 29? I don't know about that. Um, yeah, yeah, right. yeah. No, I get you. <laughs> okay, guys, let us know. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you like, r- rate, review, subscribe. If you are on Apple Podcasts, please, 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 please. I'm begging, please. You know, I'm not begging. Just please do it. Uh, leave a review. It really helps us with the algorithm if you leave a review. Um, and in the review, you can just say, I really enjoy the show. Mal and Freeman are hilarious. And leave it at that. And give us a rating. YouTube, answer questions. Spotify, answer questions. This has gone on long enough. I hope you've enjoyed it. Have a great night, day, evening, however, wherever you're listening. Bye. Bye.